0: You're listening to Time in the Word. In Revelation chapter nine, the chronological list of prophetic events is continued. In this message, Dr. Gonzalez focuses on the last two trumpets and the first two bowl judgments. With trumpet six, we learn that four evil angels are released by God's permission to accomplish his judgment. Things get worse with this trumpet, said to be the second woe. An army of 200 million from the east will destroy one third of mankind. When trumpet seven sounds, eight major events are mentioned. Bowl one will inflict incurable skin sores. Revelation 16.2 says, The first went and poured out his bowl on the earth, and severely painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshiped its image. Bowl two causes the sea to turn into blood. It causes the death of every remaining sea creature. Revelation 16.3 says, The second poured out his bowl into the sea, It turned to blood like that of a dead person, and all life in the sea died. Let us listen as Dr. Gonzalez continues his study on end times prophecy.
1: If you were with us last week, you know that we continued looking at the second series of judgments, which are the trumpet judgments. We find those in Revelation chapters, starting in chapter 8 and and chapter 9. We will continue that study with the last trumpet that we looked at. The last, last judgment was the first woe, which is trumpet number five. Uh, we know that at this by this point, the world has experienced already something unlike anything they have ever experienced or we have ever experienced for those of us who are still here, uh, period. But there's yet more to come, and from what, the, from what the Bible says, it's going to be a lot worse as we progress through the remaining three and a half years of the tribulation period. Again, we're in the second half of the seven years, which is the last three and a half years. And there's two series of judgments here, the trumpets and the bowls. Again, we're gonna start by looking at the second woe, which is trumpet number six. Six, if you have your Bibles with you, Revelation chapter nine, starting in verse 13. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the horns of the golden altar that is before God. It said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, RELEASE THE FOUR ANGELS WHO ARE BOUND AT THE GREAT RIVER EUPHRATES. AND THE FOUR ANGELS WHO HAD BEEN KEPT READY FOR THIS VERY HOUR AND DEATH AND MONTH, uh, DAY AND MONTH AND YEAR WERE RELEASED TO KILL A THIRD OF MANKIND. THE NUMBER OF THE MOUNTAIN TROOPS, mounted TROOPS WAS 200 MILLION. I heard their number. The horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur that came out of their mouths. The power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like snakes having heads with which they inflict injury. The rest of mankind that were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshiping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. And we ended by reading verse 29. Now, we are told uh, that at, at this trumpet, four evil angels which were held for this specific reason, by God's permission, will be released to accomplish this particular judgment. It gets worse as we make progression, and we are told that this is indeed the second woe. It tells us of an army of 200 million men from the east who will destroy, listen to me, one-third, 33%, of mankind that is living on planet earth during that time. Listen, between the fourth seal judgment and this judgment approximately half of the world's population will have been killed. And then add to that the fact that thousands upon thousands and perhaps millions in addition have died from famine, war, and disease death will be absolutely prevalent on planet earth during this time now notice there are several things that are of particular interest at least to me again john is attempting to communicate to us something that he has never himself experienced up to that point so he likens it to something that he does know or can explain now notice that even after this judgment and listen a third of mankind has been killed by this army of two hundred million and we are told that in spite Of the natural disasters that have occurred up to this point in spite of the fact that half of the world's population has died and been killed in spite of everything that has occurred in spite of the fact that the 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 uh, freshwater uh, sources have been contaminated, at least a third of them have been contaminated. The fact that vegetation around the world has been uh, scorched and burned, uh, in spite of the fact that that the ocean has been affected by one of the trumpet judgments in, in spite of the fact that the heavenly bodies such as the moon and and the stars and the sun have been affected by the judgment of God. listen. To what John says towards the end of this passage the rest of mankind that were not killed now listen to me those who survive this judgment in fact those who have survived the previous judgment and this judgment those who are not part of the third of mankind that were killed with this judgment listen to what John says those who were not killed by these plagues listen to me still did not repent of the work of their hands they did not stop worshipping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone and wood idols that cannot see or hear or walk listen nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality or their thefts now I don't know about you folks but but if at some point during the tribulation period if I haven't been killed up to this point and I have seen God sitting on his throne as as we see uh, he revealed reveals himself in one of the sealed judgments how depraved is the human heart well listen in spite of everything that has happened up to this point John tells us that still In spite of all of this, man refuses to turn to God and continues to live in sin, continues to uh, practice occultism, the worship of demons, the worship of Satan, and they continue in their sexual immoralities. They would rather, folks, this is not me speculating. This is what Scripture says. These people during this time of world, and, and it's not unlike today, These people would rather erect a wooden idol who cannot speak or walk and worship it rather than the living God who has the ability to save their souls. Now, let's make some application because it really is no different today. You may not have erected a wooden or a gold or a silver or a stone idol. But if you don't worship the living God, you have an idol in your life, and it's whatever it is that you live for, be it money, be it materialism, be it sex, be it drugs, be it gambling, whatever you want that to be, that is your idol. And God today has given you this day Uh, as an opportunity to repent of your sin, to turn from the idols that you have erected in your life and to turn to the living God in repentance for your salvation. But when we talk about the depraved heart, we mean a depraved heart. What more can happen on planet earth for man to finally turn to God? Well, we know for a fact, and we know as we reach the end of the tribulation period, men and women who have survived all seven years will still refuse to repent and turn to the living God. If you are not worshiping the God of the Bible, if you are not worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ, God incarnate the one who died upon that cross to provide salvation for you at no cost then you are in some way shape or form worshiping an idol which is in essence demonic and sinful and if you're practicing a religion which is not the religion or not the faith that the scriptures reveal then you are practicing a religion which satan himself doesn't mind you practicing because see satan is satan is in the business of religion satan doesn't mind people having faith and he doesn't mind people reading holy books and for that matter he doesn't even care if people read the bible He doesn't even care if people attend church. He doesn't even care if people attend Sunday school. What he does mind is when whatever they do brings them into a personal relationship to Christ. Satan is all for religion. Satan is all for religion. He doesn't care if you're a religious person. In fact, he encourages you to be a religious person because he knows that religion is nothing more than man-made and it's man's attempt to reach God. What he doesn't want people doing is finding out the truth and turning to that truth by repenting of their sin and turning to the living God because if they do, they he loses one more from the eternal torment that he himself will experience. But the only way to escape not only the seven year tribulation period, because if the rapture happens tomorrow and you're left behind, you will be one of those who experiences those events that will take place in the tribulation. The only way to escape experiencing the devastation, the carnage, the the natural disasters that will occur during the tribulation period, the only way to escape even that which is worse than this, hell forever, is by trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, by repenting of your sin turning to Christ and asking Him to forgive you of your sin and to save you. He is willing to do that if you ask and you mean it sincerely from your heart. But we are told that rather than repenting, man's heart will be further hardened in spite of the judgments and the devastation that has already occurred on planet earth. And now we come to the third war, woe, trumpet number seven. And that is found in Revelation 11, verses 14 and 19. And this is what John says about the third woe, or trumpet number seven. The second woe has passed. The third woe is coming soon. The seventh angel sounded the trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven which said, The kingdom of of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come. The time has come for judging the dead and for rewarding your servants, the prophets, and your saints, and those who reverence your name, both small and great, and for destroying those who destroy the earth, then God's temple in heaven was opened, and within his temple was seen the ark of the covenant, and there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and a great hail storm. Words from heaven indicate that the world is only a short time away from the second, the literal second coming of Christ. All that remains between the seventh trumpet and the second coming are the seven bold judgments will which will occur at the closing months of the seven-year tribulation period. And they will happen, listen to me, without interruption. In other words, there will be no gap of time between Bowl 1, Bowl 2, Bowl 3, Bowl 4, Bowl 5, Bowl 6, Bowl 7. They will happen without any gap or interruption between them. Now when this trumpet sounds, trumpet number 7, 8 major events are mentioned. First of all, the Lord takes possession of the kingdoms of the world. Secondly, He will reign forever. And that is not to say that God has not already had possession of the kingdoms of the earth. God is a sovereign God. Nothing occurs apart from God allowing from God's sovereign decree. But what this passage says is that he will take the literal possession of the kingdoms that are in effect in the world at that time. Number three, God's wrath has come upon the earth. Number four, the judgment of the dead known as the great white throne judgment. The judged will be all who have died having rejected Jesus. And this, well, we'll talk further about this a little later. Number five, the fifth event that will happen at the sounding of this trumpet is that the old testament saints as well as those who became believers during the tribulation period will take part in the th- in 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 the third event they will be rewarded at the end of the tribulation period while the church age believers have been rewarded as the tribulation has taken place in heaven at the judgment seat of Christ and we spoke about the judgment seat of Christ previously and in in the next few weeks we will probably discuss the judgment seat of Christ a little bit further this happens after the rapture and before the coming second coming six those who destroy the earth will be destroyed seven God's temple in heaven is opened and eight the ark of the covenant is revealed listen the seventh trumpet will bring an end to the wrath of God. And it brings forth seven bowls or seven bowl judgments, which will primarily target the Antichrist and his followers. And listen to me. The seven bowl judgments will be the most intense judgments of them all. But the focus of these judgments will be primarily upon the Antichrist and his followers so we will start looking at the seven bowl judgments now bowl number one is found in Revelation chapter 16 and you want to turn to Revelation 16 because that's where we're going to be spending uh, a considerable amount of time now that's where the third series of judgment uh, judgments are spoken of in Revelation uh, Revelation 16:2 says this the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land and ugly and painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. Now, one prophecy expert says this, the Septuagint uses the same Greek word to describe the boils that plagued the Egyptians in Exodus 9, 9 through 11 and afflicted Job in Job 2, verse 7. In the New Testament, it it describes the open source that covered the beggar Lazarus in Luke chapter 16 verse 21. Now listen, those who follow the Antichrist are those who will have received the mark of the beast. Those who have been marked with the mark of the beast, those who have followed the Antichrist, and listen, it's not complicated to determine who these people are. We learned in in, in uh, uh, the trumpet uh, judgments that in spite of the fact that the world had experienced so much up to this point, people refused to repent and continued to worship uh, uh, demons. These are the people who have received the mark of the beast. These are the people who will be inflicted with open, ulcerated, Oozing sores. Listen, Moses had prophesied about the curse of the sores when he said this in Deuteronomy twenty-eight, twenty-seven and thirty-five. The Lord, listen to me, the Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt and with tumors, festering sores and the itch from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will afflict your knees and and legs with painful boils that cannot be cured, spreading from the soles of your feet to the top of your head." And you know what's curious about this prophecy that Moses uh, made? Scripture never indicates that this prophecy was ever fully fulfilled in Israel's history. So that prophetic statement that Moses made is particularly uh, applicable to this first bold judgment since it had never been fully, uh, completely fulfilled during uh, Israel's previous history. It appears that the fulfillment of this curse will be experienced by those on planet earth during the tribulation period who have rejected Jesus, who have refused to repent and have chosen to follow the beast. Bowl number 2, Revelation 16 and verse 3. So, bowl number 1, the, the judgment is incurable skin sores. And you saw how bad those sores would be according to Moses' prophecy. Now, bowl number 2, Revelation sixteen three says this. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea. And it turned into blood like that of a dead man. And every living thing in the sea died. Listen. When the second angel pours out this bowl, Scripture clearly tells us that this bowl will cause the sea to turn into blood. The whole sea to turn into blood you remember the second trumpet caused a third of the sea creatures to die and thus turn a third of the sea into blood in this case all the remaining living sea creatures die thus causing the whole ocean to turn into blood this bowl causes the death of all the remaining sea creatures uh, that were not killed during uh, uh, the, the, uh, the trumpet judgment. Imagine what it will be like. Imagine the stench alone that will be in the air all over the world as a result of having the ocean turned into blood, and all living sea creatures having died. Imagine the diseases that will come about for those who live on the seashore. The decay will be absolutely devastating.